Fantasy Files podcast and uh, two interviews this week after, for whatever reason, I didn't do anything for like two weeks and been lazy. We're chatting with the guys in, in Sixth Century. And if you are a 94-7 listener in Wausau, you might remember these guys uh, with, with Dead Inside. And as I was talking with with Brady and Mark and, and Nick, almost like two years ago exactly with that too. And so what, what has it been like the last, just the last couple of years for you guys? We've kind of bullshit a little bit before we got going. And Nick was like, I did, I can't tell time anymore because of COVID and not being able to do anything. But you guys kind of look back at, at the last two years and kind of what's it been like seeing your band kind of grow? Nick got it right. Tumultuous. I think it's been nonstop action. Like we started during the whole COVID thing, which was kind of a, a weird thing in itself, but we it actually uh, helped us get a lot done. In those two years, I'd say we recorded probably, I don't know, 10 or 15 songs, bunch of music videos later and now we finally got to the point where we uh, finished an ep uh, just a, about a week ago so we're super excited and uh you know it's, it's a it's a milestone for us and we can't fucking wait for everybody to hear it so super happy and i'm excited because i got to listen to some of it already um it's kind of funny jim who who you guys have gotten to know and the funny thing is is and I want to be able to give Jim his due a little bit because a lot of bands he hooked me up with on the Artist Spotlight. Jim was never part of the radio station I was part of. Jim was a random dude who emailed me about some band and he started listening to the station that I was running and was like, hey, can I just send you bands? You know, if you like them, put them on the Artist Spotlight and everything else. And he helped me put about probably 60 to 70 bands on and you guys were one of them. And um, and That's here we big, are. Yeah, awesome. Jim Plunkett. Yeah, big shout out to Jim Plunkett. Yeah. Man. Big time. Jim, a fellow Pennsylvania guy, fellow Pennsylvania guy with with you guys as well. So I want to give Jim a little bit of his due. He never likes taking credit on anything, but he's a guy that, you know, he led me to to discover a lot of new bands, and I think that's that's what's fun about you know the the career path I've I've chosen is is getting to know a lot of bands and and getting to chat with you guys for the first time by yourself. So a little bit of background on you guys, kind of how'd you guys all come together? Oh, we got a cat in here too. I wish I was I wish yeah. I had video on here. We got the cat. The cat has made an appearance now as well. So how'd you guys kind of all get together and kind of find each other? Oh man. Um, I guess we could say, you know, like I always try to say from my you know point of view of getting involved with this, um, and it's kind of funny. I was in a previous band uh, a couple years ago called Exemius. It was with some of the previous members of From Ashes to New. Nice. Um, we actually went out on a tour with all the remains of Lacuna Coil. And after that tour, unfortunately, the uh, singer had decided to step away. And that's where I kind of reached out to Mark. Uh, we knew each other on Facebook and asked if he would come try out. And uh, for some reason, that kind of didn't work out. And I decided to end up leaving Eximius as well. And Mark hit me up. He's like, hey, man. He's like, I got this new project called Sick Century. Um, we're looking to shoot a video in about a week. And that was for the cover of the Alice in Chains, Them Bones. And as soon as I heard it, man, I was, I was sold. I was like, I totally want to be a part of this. Never got to shoot a video before anything with the bands. So I uh, kind of learned it in like a week, went out and shot the video. And that was the first time I met, you know, Nick and Scott as well. And as soon as we played, like it just clicked, like everything was there. There was something special about it. So that's kind of how it came together for me, I would say, from my perspective. Nick, where do they find yeah. you? Great energy. Yeah, kind of uh, pretty much the same thing. Like um, as Brady, like I I had known Mark for a little while. And we knew some of the same people. And he like hit me up on Facebook and was like, hey, uh, um, I got this band and we're shooting this video. Um, you know, would you want to be a part of it? And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like definitely. Um, 
And then, you know, yeah, like I met Brady and Scott for the first time and we shot all day and like the vibe was like instant and, you know, everything just like Brady said, just clicked right away. It was was killer. And here we are now, like just kept continuing on. It was great. What was it like putting this band together, you know, during COVID, a time you can't tour? I know you said you guys said you got a chance to do a lot of writing. It's something that's been pretty popular with a lot of bands I've talked to is, hey, you know, it it sucked. We didn't play a lot of shows, but, you know, we got to do a lot of writing. So when you guys you know, put this band together, you know, what's the feeling like, like, Hey, Oh my God, we can't go out and tour, but kind of what's that feeling like putting a band together during a time during a pandemic? Yeah, yeah totally. It was kind of, it was like rinse and repeat after we did that first video that we were like, Hey, it was, that was pretty good. Why don't we do another one and another, and another, and another, it just kept going. And we kind of didn't look back and think about it. We just kept working and, and writing new songs and making new videos. And it, Although it was a crazy time, it afforded us the uh, the ability to just sort of hone it all in and figure out what we wanted to do. I think. So we're extremely grateful for that. And uh, I, I, I'm i super, super blessed to be surrounded by just amazing musicians. And uh, I, I can't believe looking back on like the first thing that we did, fast forward to now releasing this album. It's just, uh, it's, it's freaking crazy, man. Um, yeah, so uh, I... That's kind of how I roll anyway. I don't think about the the previous stuff that I released. I just keep moving forward, just keep writing. And that next thing is an EP on the way. You guys have a million pieces, which comes out July 1st. Um, Kind of how that song kind of come together, kind of what what inspired that tune, if you guys don't mind sharing it. And again, it's out uh, out July 1st, so a week from this Friday, a week from Friday. Yeah. um, So Scott and I started uh, playing together probably towards the end of 2018. Maybe it was the beginning of 2018. I had been in another band. He was in another band. And uh, I guess he was trying out for guitar in my then current band. That band was kind of in the middle of breaking up. And he's like, hey, dude, you want to sing on some demos? I'm like, sure, bring it on. So we got together, did a couple demos. Those later turned into beats, turned into some of the songs that Nick and Brady were on. And they joined, joined like very shortly after. Um, a million pieces probably came from like a later batch and I know I probably like stewed on Scott wrote the music immediately and uh, I probably stewed on the vocal for like about a year um, I wrote you know did the verse and chorus just didn't all come together quite right and, um, and that song is really about um, alcohol uh, alcoholism drug addiction daily struggles with uh, you know just kind of hitting home with people mm-hmm. um I think I saw, you know, coming from that myself and also um, seeing a lot of during COVID, um, I wanted to write something uh, for me that was sort of empowering and not like a downer of a tune. I wanted to be more of an uplifting kind of thing. Which is always nice. We've had, I think if you hear a lot of the songs that are coming out now, you're hearing a lot more kind of in-your-face tunes from bands. I mean, even, you know, Papa Roach, Nothing More, uh, From Ashes to New, the other Pennsylvania band, a lot of the tunes that are coming out, you know, are, are super in your face. They got more of an upbeat feel. Is that, and again, I've heard, you know, I've heard, had a chance to hear the EP. Um, do you guys have a release date for it? I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything myself with being able to hear it, hear it early, but do you guys have a title for it? Uh, release date, anything that you guys are able to share on that as well? Or is that still kind of under wraps and, and you're waiting? Um, yeah. So no, we, we, um, we figure we just put it all out there and see, mm-hmm. see what the reaction is and see what, if people are digging it. Um, release date on that right now is July 29th. Okay. So million pieces, that single comes out July 1st and then the album comes out July 29th. Um, 
you can expect a lot of the songs have a lot of variety and um some of them are pretty heavy a mm-hmm. uh, couple of them you know, a million pieces is kind of like the ballady yeah. song of the uh there's another one called winter rain that's kind of along those lines but the rest are like pretty pretty hard heavy hitting songs I know. I, I like that, too, because I think listening with you guys, and it's kind of what I wrote back, I said, yeah, I love the heaviness on this. But again, again, a million pieces, like you said, it's it's more of the ballad, but it's, it, again, it's 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 an upbeat ballad. It's still an upbeat, you know, rock tune and everything else. Have you guys had the chance to even go out and play any shows yet? I know with, with COVID and you guys forming during that time, you guys had a chance to play any shows, or do you have anything coming up this summer that you guys you guys want to plug? Yes, we rehearse, but we haven't, mm-hmm. uh, haven't played a show yet. It's been like kind of like an ass backwards type of situation where we've we literally wrote the music shot the videos mm-hmm. yet we hadn't played any shows um which is completely backwards from anything i've ever done usually you're kind of in the midst of writing the material while you're playing the shows and kind of building the band up but in this case it was just pretty much the exact opposite because of covid um yeah it's uh it's weird for us but now we're starting to get together get in the same room mm-hmm. practicing to try to get the show stage ready essentially was it enjoyable for you guys to do it that way obviously your hands were kind of tied with it but is it the same way for uh for brady and nick you guys have never really it's always hey let's go out and play shows let's work on music i guess for for all of you guys did you actually enjoy that process i know again your hands were kind of tied with it but was it enjoyable for you guys yeah i mean i i think me personally like was super excited by all the stuff that we were we were putting together and coming up with so like it really didn't even phase me like, oh, we're not playing any shows because mm-hmm. we were still really like constantly working and trying to like come up with like the best stuff we could. And every time we would come up with something and or shoot a video, like everything was just going so well. We were all super excited about everything that, yeah, I didn't even really, I didn't really think about it. Like, <laughs> man, like this is so backwards, but hey, I mean, it was cool for me. I mean, it's definitely different, but mm-hmm. I was just super excited with how everything was turned out that, yeah, I didn't even think about, like, it wasn't even a thought. Like, I mean, obviously it's like, oh man, it'd be awesome to play live. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah, we'll get there. You know what I mean? Like, this is great. Yeah, like, what we're doing is awesome. Like an afterthought. I remember being, you know, shooting the dead inside video, which like dubbed also was like a rehearsal. So we were there with the instruments live and, you know, running the tracks in the back and we actually played the band set at that point and it was the same thing as like shooting a music video the chemistry's there everything's fucking electric and uh everybody's super excited so i think we're just like we're jumping at the opportunity to play so any show that we get you know we're we're there man we're ready to rock awesome and you guys i I like asking that question too like again it's completely backwards for you guys because there was a few bands during that time you know artist spotlight bands where it was like hey we formed Two months before COVID, hey, we all find each other during COVID. So I always like getting that that perspective of like, you guys have to do stuff completely different than what you had done in the past, than what 99% of bands do. So I always find that that interesting. You know, people want to check out oh, your game, I think, because you see a lot of bands and we're, you know, we fall in the same uh, category where it forces you to put out more material quicker. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes with the territory and it's, meaning like it's less less and less of a payoff yet you have to work harder and harder and i think that's kind of the way the economy is right now essentially anyway so um i think people are getting used to that which is a weird thing yeah but uh i think what what's happening with artists and, and i see it out there a lot of great bands are spawning from all of this chaos and i think it's forcing people to really sort of 
hone their skills a little bit sharper. I like that because it's kind of it's nice positive spin on again, like you said, a lot of the bullshit that's been that's been going on, not just in the music scene, but you know, across the country, across the globe. So get some good stuff about it. There's something, and as I was telling Mark before you jumped on with uh, with Nick and with Brady, you know, I love getting to to know bands, especially that first time. It's a lot of open ended stuff, and you guys, you know, share what you want about the band and the music. But I always try to find something unique or something different about each band. And you guys do have merch. So you guys have a website, which I'll have you guys plug here once we once we wrap everything up. But you guys have uh, some some cool merch out there, and there is a brutal poodle. Uh, t-shirts. So I got to know the story behind that. Um, if it's one of your pets, but just overall, I need to know what inspired that and why the hell you wanted to put on merch because it's awesome. That's a great question, man. <laughs> I, I don't the brutal poodle came in. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yo, <laughs> and our buddy, my friend Jeffrey, um, has a big farm property out in Stockton. Uh, we invited a bunch of people. Like there was like 30, 40 people that showed up for the video. And I guess one of his friends was the lady who had this dog. It was a little poodle. And she just kept pawning it off on everybody. She's like, here, hold this. And then she goes and, like, you know, starts drinking. Um, oh, nice. But it was you know, pretty much, I think it was Scott that got the dog. And the dog was kind of like a yapping little dog. <laughs> like, Scott would hold it and, like, yap at everybody. And we, I think, it, then we just dubbed it the brutal poodle. And we just had this, like, running banjo. It's stupid, but. <laughs> it's dude it set you guys apart a little bit i think that's one thing too when you when you start out you know obviously your music is going to tell a lot about people but you got to find something that it's going to you know something else is going to stick in people's brains brutal poodle baby yeah yeah got uh he had the poodle he was just going brutal, brutal. <laughs> and brady's cat is going to be next so i forget who wanted to make dirt but we made it a shirt the EP coming out July 29th, um, a million pieces coming out on on July 1st. Again, I've had the chance to hear the whole EP, so appreciate you guys passing along to Jim and I. Jim passing it along to me. I have not shared it with anybody. It is still under wraps. So my dog that joined him back here, he hasn't even heard it yet. So we're um, a little over a month away from that. And where can everybody follow you guys on the socials and and your plug your website so people can start buying brutal poodle t-shirts. <laughs> Sixcentury.com. From there, you get to everywhere else. There's the Sicko Store, which has all of our merch. Nick designs all the T-shirts, or at least like 99% of them. Um, we got a bunch of stuff coming out soon. Uh, yeah, find us on Facebook. We're you know just forward slash Sixcentury, same as Instagram. I think Twitter. There's the underscore between the words. That's really it, man. You can you, all you got to do is type it in. You can find us. Pretty easy to find. So again, man, uh, Mark, Brady, Nick, dude, it's it's great to meet you guys after you know having you guys in the air spotlight a couple years ago. Great to finally be able to meet you guys and chat. Oh, thanks for having us. I appreciate it.